Hello, and welcome to The Relevance of Now with William Linville. My name is Michael Connell, and have William right here. Hey, William. Hey, Michael. How's it going, buddy? Wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I am doing great, having a lot, a lot of fun, and uh, just taking a breath, decompressing, and just enjoying all the beautiful unfoldments that are unfolding these days. Today, William, we're going to talk about the wisdom and benefit of trauma. And trauma always feels like a big, big word. How would you define trauma? I would say the definition of trauma would be something that is perceivably occurring to you from an outside opposing force. So from an outside opposing situation and where there's a perception of being threatened emotionally, mentally, and physically. It could be in a perceivable abusive relationship. It could be perceivably an abusive work environment, abusive home life. When I look at it, it's an exponential opposing force occurring to you that you perceive you have no power, no control, and no ability over or to escape. And it also feels like impending doom. And along those lines, I had heard trauma equated to two things, two kind of what you just described as opposing forces. One of those things that is associated with trauma is it's it's an open wound. And because it's an open wound and it's just sitting there open, you're very reactive to it. You're overly sensitive to anything that treads emotionally along the line of whatever that trauma was. And in addition, the second thing is mentally and physically, your body has built some scar tissue around the wound. And so that scar tissue can be blocking people from looking at the trauma. Is that a big theme of trauma is feeling that feeling you talked about at the beginning, like you don't have any power over it. So while it's an open wound, at the same time, you you don't feel like you can overcome it. Absolutely. And it's like that feeling slash emotion of helplessness, hopelessness occurs when all that stuff comes up for yourself in those situations where you perceived that you had no power, you had no control. And in the situation, you were totally stripped down and vulnerable to the elements. Whether it be, it could be something as simple as a shark attack. It could be putting your life in the hands of others. It's interesting because many get confused here When we play with surrender, you know, you're surrendering 
but not to the hands of humanity, but to the hands of the whole universe that in reality, you're surrendering to your higher levels, your creator consciousness. You're not surrendering to the hands of humanity. In looking at some sort of emotional trauma, I find, you know, often with incarnational things or other deeper things that I don't really know exactly why they're there. And looking at these things that are in front of me, I feel them and I don't want to feel them anymore. Um, but how do you assist people getting over the hump of the scar tissue and the fear of even looking at it? We sit down, we take a breath together, we look at how that scar tissue, how it's been affecting their life stream. And then we look at how it's been limiting them, how it's been taking away from their enjoyment, how it's been taking away from receiving love, receiving enjoyment, receiving from the whole universe, receiving and connecting with their entourage, their higher levels, their the whole universe really in their creator consciousness and looking at how huge they really are and how small this scenario really is in comparison to them. Mm. And I walked them through coming to terms with looking at it for what it is, looking at them and how huge, how expansive, who they really are. And I have them ask themselves, I, I'm, I'm the last one to pressure anyone. And I have them ask themselves, well, you know, are you willing to let this still run your life? Are you willing to really let this still take away from what can be and what will be? And is it really worth letting this have so much power to take away from what you can and you will be able to enjoy within this incarnation? Mm. And I'll be right there with them with great compassion. Yeah, I really wish that wouldn't have happened. Incarnationally, I really wish it wouldn't have happened even in this incarnation because eventually it turns into anger, hatred, and rage because it festers and festers. And then, unfortunately, the anger, the hatred, the rage ends up eating them and their body away. Part of that is guilt and remorse and this all under the umbrella of anger, hatred, and rage. And it's, and it's like, okay, well, just to put it into perspective, my dear brother, it, you're refueling the situation. You're still letting it run your life. Now, you know, that's fine as far as I'm concerned. That's totally up to you. But... Do you find it really to be worth your mind, your body, your world, your health and vitality, and your happiness? Right. Yeah. I know that's always been the let that question has always been sort of the giving me the courage to say, no, I'm not willing to. And whatever emotions I need to experience, bring them on, you know, in that, you know, with the, Someone like yourself or others that will assist me to walk through it in a yeah. safe way. You know, we all have these incarnational something that we've come in with that's blocking our true essence from being expressed. 
and we have the emotions associated in this lifetime. And I've always just really felt like if anything's coming up, this is coming up for me to the benefit is now I get to experience how powerful I am, feel my lightness more, experience more lightness in my life. And um, it really, you know, when it started, I didn't always feel that way. But after clearing some things and then more things and then then you know there's something else to clear and you start not to judge that you still have these things to clear you just clear them yeah and it's kind of fun right because you just made a really good point you start not to judge that you have these things to clear and if i can clarify that here let's all take a breath for a moment let's put it where it belongs okay you literally have nothing to clear. It belongs to your body and it belongs to the mind. So my body right now may be clearing when it was being drowned. The body and the mind now will be clearing, letting go of all of the misperceptions, including guilt, and guilt can be your best friend because guilt is a wonderful tool. I wouldn't say live by guilt, but I would say, yeah, guilt, the purpose of guilt, big picture wise, is it makes you a better dear one. You don't want to experience, so therefore you don't steal, you don't lie, you don't step out of integrity, especially with yourself. Not to run from it, but it's like, ooh, yuck, icky. So I won't go against myself, so I will never experience that again. Now, that leaves from the mind, from the body, the cost core of the recording effect of it as well. And then we can, you know, this is the interesting, Michael, absolutely everyone. I don't care how enlightened. I don't care if you sit there and... Have flatus making clouds with unicorns. Everyone's been a victimizer and everyone's been a victim. Everyone's been a dominator and everyone's been a dominatrix and dominated. So there's no hypothetical innocent party. Either everyone's innocent or everyone's guilty. But regardless, everyone's played both parts. Hence is the creation of the karmic lattice work. Now, we step out of all that. We're rising above it. We're saying goodbye to the cause, the core, the record, and the effect of, you know, it's not just every past life has been perilous on and on. You've had live streams where things were pretty mellow. You've had live streams where you've lived on the prairies where you raised cattle, horses, and counted the daisies and the little flowers in the fields. You've had live streams and it was very mellow, nothing chaotic, dramatic, or traumatic. So those ones aren't going to come up because there was nothing to clear. Now we're taking the ones that, like it's kind of fun because the, the stuff that, the only thing coming up from the mind and the body, and even from your incarnational levels, the soul level, is only the stuff that is not you. So you're saying goodbye. It's kind of like from first separation to now, you've been 
gathering and gathering and gathering all these Halloween masks. Now you're just clearing out the sellers. You're clearing out the attic. You're clearing out all the pretenses. You're clearing out all the made-up stories. And now you're clearing out the whole home of everything, anything and everything that is not you. Now, that's the fun part. And then, you know, here and there, maybe you're making a holiday dinner, you're happy, and then the phone rings. So, oh, my goodness, Uncle Chuck is going to come. And then they're, arr, and, arr, and he's a fit into my comfort zone. Great. Let's call him back. Say, hey, you know, I can't wait to see you. Thank you. Because now all this other nonsense is coming up that you get the great pleasure because Uncle Chuck loves you so much that he's bringing this stuff up for you. If, I mean, literally from his higher level through his soul level and everything in between, bringing up all this stuff for you to take a breath and say, thank you so much. I didn't know that was there. So thank you for helping me clean house. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. To where, honestly, by the time he gets here, you can look him in the eyes, give him a giant embracement and love him. There's no one, and I've watched this so much, Michael, where in like family monads, I mean, it's no secret. You've had eons and eons and eons of live streams together. You've been the parent. They've been your kids. They've been the parents. You've been their kids, grandparents, blah, 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 blah. That's why it's called a family monad. And then you have the extended family monad, which now we're getting into soul groups, on and on and on. Now, yeah, you've played all these different parts together. But now, of course, so much of it is collapsing and dissolving because that it only applied in the karmic lattice work. And now, dear ones are arising and rising. They're meeting their real, true families that have nothing to do with biology, have nothing to do with genetics, nothing to do with DNA, nothing to do with RNA, DNA, genetics, or cellular vibratory levels from the same birthing canals. It's so cool because now it has everything to do with that love mm. and that light beamness. Mm. Wonderful. And in closing out, William... There's something you additionally like to share about the wisdom and benefit of trauma. Yes, there is absolutely always, always, always something to gain. You look at these events and what happens here, the biggest benefit in that moment, you hear this so frequently, time stands still. In that moment, everything slows down. In that moment, whether it be a car accident, whether it be a plane going down, whether it be the Twin Towers, whether it be anything, it's like time stands still. Everything goes in slow motion. It could be abusiveness, it could be whatever, however, whatever you're deeming for yourself to be traumatic. It's like everything else disappears for a moment. Everything goes in the slow motion. And the truth of the matter is that you start to step out of space and time. The veils start to lift. 
And now, as we stop right there, we take a breath, we look around. We start now, beyond everything going on around. It could be a gunshot. You hear a bang. And it's like eternity until the bullet actually hits your body. But in that moment, your entourage is around. In that moment, you're stepped right into eternity. Mm-hmm. In that moment, the veils are dissolved and dissolving. In that moment, you have a major step up, a major wake up. Now, at the end of that moment, everything speeds up. Now, that moment's never going away. Now, as you've experienced that, beyond whitewashing it, beyond getting into what was me, beyond getting into, well, why, blah, 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 blah. Let's just be in that moment for a moment. And let's ask ourselves, now... What am I going to do about it or with the gift I was just given? And I say that, I mean, I have great compassion for all this stuff they're one, they're one's experience. I have great compassion for how conflicted they must have been to have to get to that extreme of a wake-up call. Right. You see, universally speaking... Everyone gets very gentle nudges. Everyone that doesn't listen to the gentle nudges, they get a little bit harder nudges. And then they're going to get harder nudges if they don't listen to those. Others of you can get harder ones. You know, some their ones see Jesus of Nazareth. Others see the Magdalene. Others see Buddha, Krishna, um, the Mother Mary, whatever, whatever. And they see it once again. Time stops. And then, you know, day goes by, another day goes by, whatever, and they start to discount it, try to rationalize why and how that couldn't have happened. They try to go back to a day-to-day world that doesn't quite work anymore for them, but they try nevertheless. Then they'll get another opening or nudge, whatever. And this is the cool part, creator, source consciousness, the whole universe. No one's judging them. No one's saying, okay, now we got to go whack them harder with the hammer. No, it's not like that. It's more like, okay, help us. Can we assist this dear one to wake up and wake up to love? Now, I want to be clear. It's not some outside deity looking to fry your toes off. It's a higher vibratory level in frequencies and megahertz of light of yourself and as yourself. That's attempting to wake you up to light and love in a body on a planet. So it's you waking yourself up, not some outside deity punishing you. And eventually, because this is the cool part for everyone. I don't care who your nemesis are. I don't care if it's Joe Blow at the pulpit, talking doom and gloom or whatever. Absolutely every facet of creator and everyone is a facet of creator. Creator is welcoming his facets home. Nobody and no one and no facet is left behind, regardless of their action, words, and deeds. So if we're going to simplify this for a moment, who am I 
as creator to judge creator. <laughs> I mean, to put it simply. It sounds silly. And but it's very clear. And I know that at first for anyone that isn't aware of themselves as creator, that it's hard to embrace, embody, um, and take some experiences to, of experiencing yourself as creator to know how powerful you really are in the body over these emotions, over these events that have occurred in the past that have been stored in the body. And, and this is my challenge to everyone. You know, talk about superseding overcoming faster and faster. Let's all pick someone in our live stream, your biggest nemesis. Let's invite them out to dinner, especially dear ones you don't get along with or the cliche you don't buy resonate with, blah, blah, blah. My challenge to you is let's resonate with them. I'm not saying agree with them. I'm not saying try to make something out of nothing. I'm saying let's step out of our judgment. Let's really see them. And as they're talking, doesn't matter if they're doing politics, religion, sexuality, whatever, whatever. Let's just for a moment tune out what they're saying. Let our eyes go out of focus, looking right into their heart. And let's start asking, show me the light in which they truly are. The only thing you're listening to, whether they're being critical or whatever, you're just listening to their pain. But show me who they truly are. Mm. This is where we're stepping off your soapboxes. We're stepping off the pedestals. We're stepping off the I'm more enlightenment, enlightenment Olympics. I'm more special. I channel, blah, blah, blah. Well, let's step out of all the ego games. Those are all just ego games. I was the queen of the Starfleet, blah, blah, blah. Well, how's that working for you now? So from here, let's take a breath. Let's open up our heart because it all that's the key to everything. You want to be connected with your guide. You want to start seeing, open up your heart. You want to access your psychicism ability, open up your heart. You want to regenerate your body, open up your heart. You want to blah blah blah, open up your heart. And that and that ties into open up your heart and feel what's there. And at times there's going to be, in order for the heart to be expressed, there's going to be emotional trauma there that the opportunity, the the benefit of releasing. Yeah. And your times you may go to your heart and you'll see barbed wire like or crown of thrones or whatever grade let's take some clippers let's snip it away let it come up let it come out you know you may see perceptional blood great let's let it dissolve patch it up because those are identifications with you know sananda yoshua joseph jesus nazareth blah 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 so let's just overcome supersede that because we're not taking on the pains of the world, because that's not that's not love. That's more empathy, sympathy about another dear one's journey. This is about your journey. Mm. Matter of fact, you're being the solution for the pains in the world. You're not being another dear one creating pain in the world. Wow. We all can sit with that, William. Thank you for all that wisdom, clarity, directness assisting us in being in a body on a planet and how we can 
experience the fulfillment that we are and the the creator light beingness that, that we are and that you always will be and always have been thank you all for joining us this is the relevance of now with william linville join us next time namaste namaste we love you <laughs>